Fucking A right, little doggy. Welcome to the smoke pit. Mike is still uh, overseas, um, visiting uh, different whorehouses and paying his court-appointed uh, child support payments. Uh, so today I have a reoccurring guest, Lindsay. Y'all know her. Y'all love her. And a special guest that I actually grew up with, uh, EP Mike. Uh, would you care to introduce yourself, Julia? Hi, my name's Julia Levendusky. I'm a police officer in Richmond area, um, a little podunk town called Powhatan. So, <laughs> right, so on a on a scale of uh, one to ten, how big are drunk farmers fighting scarecrows? How big of a problem is that? I've never really dealt with anybody like that. Oh, come on, work with me here. <laughs> uh, we had like two guys on like quads get attacked by bees wow i definitely want to know most if not all of that story (laughs) yeah well that was interesting but uh speaking of stories you uh you have um intimate knowledge of uh some embarrassing moments of our executive producer yeah i went to high school with him and we had a couple classes together and (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah we're in rotc together and oh, he was one of those ROTC kids, huh? Oh, yeah, he was. He was uh, the biggest tryhard ever. Wow, that is not surprising. <laughs> <laughs> so was he Was he one of those kids that was, like, you see in the memes? Like, you know, ROTC kids be like? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Was he one of those ones that, like, wore his uniform when he didn't have to? Uh, that was debatable. <laughs> so don't look him in the eyes. <laughs> I bet all of his MySpace pictures oh, were totally. just... Him in his little ROTC uniform, curly hair everywhere. They were. Dimples shining. <laughs> oh, man. It was so funny because, like, he, his uniform was, like, perfect all the freaking time. And, then like, he would do everything above and beyond just to, you know. What happened? Then he joined Alcohol. Yeah, for our listeners, he just held up a tall boy. Would you, would you really be drinking tall boys while you're executive producing the show? And he gives a thumbs up. <laughs> yeah, so I think he joined the army, and um, you know, he realized he was gay, and he was very popular on a, on account of his massive dong. Mm. And yeah, and then his life went took a very tragic Hollywood turn, went straight into the dumpster. Well, he did do mo- uh, the little movies when we were in high school too. What he made gay porn in high school, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Breaking news: You heard it here first. He started his gay porn career in high school. Incredible. Absolutely outstanding. Mike, what do you have to say for yourself? You heard it, folks. He's speechless. <laughs> All right, so let's uh, let's let's kick this shit wagon off. Uh, do you have any um, any any stories or any moments that uh, no 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 you don't get to talk? All right, you had your chance to be up here. We just, we offered to give you your own show. You declined. You had your chance. We can do an episode called Mike's Rebuttals, like AJ's. Uh, any stories that stick out in your in your memory? And again, you don't have to look him in the eyes. He's not a person. Oh, <laughs> uh, I don't know. I mean, I think my one of my favorite memories of, is of us playing airsoft at the park down the street from my house and me shooting the shit out of him. What? You got killed <laughs> by a girl. Well, I also did have a ghillie suit on. So what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I made one out of uh, some old BDUs and yeah. some uh, jute shit that I dyed. Wait, wait, wait. Did you say Jew shit that you died? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you went into, like, a synagogue and went to the Lost and Found? <laughs> and, like, that's what you made your ghillie suit? What, instead of, like, the little tassels and, like, camouflage, was it, like, the curls of the Jews? Like, were you walking up and, like, yeah. snipping hair? Yeah, and, I like, mean, it worked what... out great. <laughs> that's what you made your ghillie suit out of? Yeah, well, I mean, I scared the fuck out of some people with mm-hmm. that on Halloween. No, it, no, no. it was great. So, but... was he the type to call hit when he got shot? 
oh, he would be so dramatic. <laughs> <laughs> that is honestly not surprising. Um, when we're out doing something, you know, just typical man shit, like building a house and clearing a forest, uh, you know, changing out an engine, which uh, I, I know Julia actually does change out engines. And so she'll call bullshit on that because I have no idea what the fuck I'm doing. I'm sure oh. the noise was also pretty similar to how he finishes, which yeah. Dan would know much yeah, yeah, about. Yeah. So. Yeah, because, I mean, with the cyclic rate of, uh, of girls that he brings over, um, it's just, like, every 45 seconds. Like, I'm, I'm just hearing, like... Hit! Yeah, it sounds like he's throwing up. Perfect. Which is actually a little bit of foreshadowing to a, a game we're going to be playing later on. But I digress. Um, I am fortunate enough today to be joined by uh, two lovely ladies. And, wait a second, you, you were law enforcement? You're law enforcement? <laughs> Dan Sharp and two female cops. Where have I heard this story before? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> See, they can neither confirm nor deny they were the ladies in the article. I've been told to keep my silence. Yeah. Same. <laughs> yeah. So, um, do you feel that, like, with your law enforcement background, that that helps or hinders your chances of getting out of a speeding ticket, Lindsay? Definitely doesn't. When I got pulled over in San Diego for... <laughs> well, that's a communist state to begin with. Well, that's true. The burritos are fucking awesome, though. Oh, God, don't even get me started on food right now. <laughs> <laughs> when I got... Because I... Okay, I knowingly ran the red light. I got kind of tired of sitting there. And my apartment complex was right across the street from a Taco Bell. <laughs> and I was so hungry. Again, uh, Dan Sharp, two female cops and a oh, Taco yeah. Bell. Where have I heard this story? Hmm. Mm, yes, quite. I have some PTSD flashbacks. <laughs> Just don't tase me again. Like, I mean, I... You liked it. That's what I was going to say. That's what did it. Yeah, so uh, you ran the red light and then you oh, got yeah. caught. On purpose. I knew what I was doing. I sat there for a good, like, 10 seconds. Then I was like, yeah, this is taking too long. No one's around. Kept going. And this cop just comes out of, like, the asshole part of the street. <laughs> Wait, what's the asshole part of the street? It was really it was really tight and closed off. There was, like, bushes over there. Oh, so he came and out I, of the I asshole had, and passed the bushes? Or he honestly could have been in plain sight. And I'm just so, like, completely unobservant, which is terrifying for, you know, my compadres in the law enforcement <laughs> industry. <laughs> But, uh, it's yeah. like I saw this clip where this, uh, it was like, uh, uh, Chloe's first black dick and it was a porn and there was this girl with her, her boyfriend who was a black guy and, uh, the mom was coming. So we put like a lampshade on his head and like stood <laughs> in the corner <laughs> Oh my and, god! and like the mom came in and was like, that's a really weird looking lamp. <laughs> and like the dude like coughs and like brings his hand up and like this fucking lost my shit over that. I would really appreciate it if you didn't share my sex life to your audience like I that. I changed your name to Chloe for your safety. You're the I, one who called yourself well, that's out. That's my stripper name. So, <laughs> but, so yeah, I ran the red light. He comes out of the butthole. I get pulled over because there is a story to that. <laughs> <laughs> As there always is. And he pulls me over and I see he's this like old white dude and I'm, you know, I'm shaking as I do either from cocaine, caffeine, or just a constant state of anxiety and crippling depression. Yeah, same. Yeah. And um, he's like, Julia's like, what the fuck did I get myself into? (laughs) (laughs) Julia's going to like follow me out of the apartment complex like, hmm, what can I get today? Not my jurisdiction. No, no. I feel that. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to pull. I already decided. I'm like, I'm going to pull the military card. And I'm like, this will help me. He comes up to the window. (laughs) He's like, you know, you ran that red light. And I'm like, yeah. 
And the, that was like my opportunity to just pretend like I'm a complete idiot. Oh no, officer, I didn't mean to run that red light, you know. Oh, bless my stars. Oh, was that a red my light? Heart. Bless I my didn't little... notice that. I was on my way to worship Jesus. Bless and I... my little Georgia peach, y'all. Oh. I was just so excited to go praise the Lord. And he, and he even said that. He was like, you know, that was that was your opportunity to be like, no, I didn't see it. And I could have given you. And then I like thought about it. I'm like, fuck. Yeah. Anyway, and I'm like, yeah, he's like, you know, making like those stupid casual conversations like they do. No offense. And uh, he's <laughs> like, so true. what do you do? He was like, oh, I'm in the Navy. He's like, I'm retired Navy. And I'm like, oh, thank God. And then I'm like, he's like, what's your rate? And I'm pretty sure up to this point before I said what I was about to say, he was not going to give me a ticket. He was probably going to give me a warning, but not yeah. a ticket. And I go, I'm a master at arms, which is military police. And he's like, instantly. Oh, you should have known better. <laughs> I expected. hate cops like that. Oh, I yeah. I was like, like that. I was like getting so excited because I'm like, I'm getting away with it. Yeah. I did something stupid and knowingly wrong. Like here, oh, here it is. And he's like, you should have known better. Blah, blah, blah. Here's a $530 ticket. California what tickets are the fucking worst. Three points on my license. Go fuck yourself. You're an MA and your life is a living hell. See, my thing is like either you're going to you should either like scorn and just do the warning or you just write the ticket and shut up and just go on your way. And in my defense, I don't know if he knew I'd already been arrested like 10 months prior, but I've really never gotten a lot of tickets recently oh, I never got one before <laughs> yeah, i have like one ticket on my record and that's out towards your jurisdiction uh i was oh, heading out uh, i was on my way west just south of richmond towards 95 and it was like one of those fucking traps where it goes from like uh yeah like i think a little north a little west of emporia and i was doing like 55 and then it was like immediately 35 and then like 10 feet after the speed limit i was doing like 40 like 42 and he popped me and i was like really bro like really you're gonna give me a ticket for seven over and then uh, it was like a $120 ticket, and I was traveling, and I completely fucking forgot about the court date, and it just didn't show up, and I had a full-blown oh, fucking shit. panic. I was like, fuck, like, that's it. I'm gonna get fucking arrested. I'm gonna get sent to a federal pound-me-in-the-ass prison. Like, that's it. My life's fucking over. I was like, wait a second. Let, let me call the number first. Like, maybe if I turn myself in, it'll only be, like, slight-ass-pounding prison versus, like, <laughs> full federal-ass-pounding. And they're like, oh, no, you're good. Would, did you just want to make a payment on the phone? I was like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> Yeah, they're like, yeah. Really. It was like, honey, bless your stars. Like, you can make a payment right now. He's like, all right, good to go. I really hope it wasn't like a sex worker line Ooh. or like some fucking like. But you would, scam. you would know that from experience already. Yeah. You just have them all memorized from what I. Understand. I mean, if it was, she did a really good job. Yeah. And like that's what like lured me into a sense of complacency. I mean, I mean you don't know that she wasn't back there just flicking her bean. Like, <laughs> <laughs> clicking the mouse. Yeah, I mean, you do have a like a sultry voice, like. Yeah, you know, I had to get something in in the uh, in the appeal lotto. So. Yeah, if the meme business doesn't work out, which I, I'm hoping it does, you know. Yeah, uh, sex line worker. Perfect. Yeah, uh, when I when I first invited Julie on the show, what was it? She's like, "You really have a face for radio," and I was like, "Ouch." <laughs> that Deep, is what she said. Yeah, Aww. deeply fucking wounding. Uh, but back to you. Uh, do you have you ever um, gotten out of a ticket, or does it hurt that you're law enforcement? Uh, well, in my opinion, I. I think it helps to be honest but it, it depends on who stops you because mm -hmm. you could get stopped by one guy he's the light nicest person on the planet and you just do the whole oh hey by the way i'm a cop and they're like oh okay deuces yeah or they can just be like uh you scorn you like you know you know should know better blah 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 but don't real cops don't you guys actually have 
a card or something or is that just in the movies no i mean i got a card do you flash your badge uh i try like casually not well i've only ever been pulled over one time oh Oh, she's uh, in the wrong crowd (laughs) (laughs) we're a bunch of hooligans here and it was for going on their way right now to fucking raid my room so we gotta wrap this show up oh well fuck um we're anderson cooper (laughs) the i i got stopped going 105 on uh 95 okay oh i 95 Mm -hmm. i respect that 105 and uh let me ask you were you on your way to a dick appointment uh i guess so i mean that would justify the speed like if (laughs) i pulled a girl over and she's like look man like i'm just really trying to get laid i'm like your ovaries only hot for so long yeah i'm like you know what clear the road police escort you know like we got a convoy coming through and smoking (laughs) the fucking bandit on this shit right now yeah well i mean i i would i was going to a rodeo legitly so (laughs) so not a sexual rodeo uh, There's gonna be plenty of cowboy and cowboy. It was later. <laughs> oh, it was okay. later. It was later. Okay, I thought you were making like a. I had to learn first. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. I understand. Yeah. So this was like training. Yeah, basically. Okay, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, and the cop came up and he's like, "Do you know why I stopped you?" And I was just like, "Cause I'm fucking awesome." Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I'm pretty sure I would have gotten a ticket if I said that, but um, cause arrogance is ugly. But yeah. Um. No. Um. I was just like, no, I don't know why, blah, blah, blah. And he was just like, oh, uh, well, I got you at 105. I didn't know this thing could go 105 miles an hour. And I was like, it's a 1998 Escort. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, because you... I didn't know it could go that fast. Because you build cars. And so we were like, oh, I was doing 105. I was like, yeah, she was in a classic Mustang, maybe a T-top convertible, like hair fucking blowing. And that's why I was like, some fucking awesome. I just pictured you in a muscle car, that fucking glasses, looking super cool. But no, it was a Ford Escort. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Bright red. <laughs> Bright red Ford Escort. Yeah, it was a four-speed. So, yeah, wow. I'll give it that. And it was a sport, so. Four to the floor, huh? Hey, yeah, yeah. It's my first car. <laughs> but, uh, no, and I ended up start crying. And <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> You're a cop! No, this is before I was a cop, oh, okay? okay. <laughs> but I've only ever told a couple people that story. Yeah, now <laughs> you've now- <laughs> just told literally thousands upon thousands. Uh, hey, shit happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey. So, if, um, if you were... <clears throat> to offer any advice to the, uh, the you know the military guys that listen to us, which most of which uh, are drunken assholes, let's mm-hmm. be honest. I mean, be as cooperative as possible, but at that when if you're getting arrested at that point, you kind of already fucked that up pretty bad. Mm-hmm. So just don't get arrested <laughs> and don't Damn. drive drunk. Um, <clears throat> so my advice would be uh, flirt with the cop. I have flirted with two cops in my life. Uh, one worked, one didn't work. Uh, surprisingly, it was the female that it worked and the guy that it didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> and it was a very expensive fucking ticket. I, I think that he would like, maybe I had offended him somehow. He's like, what? I'm not one of them. I'm not one of them boys. Oh my God. And he was very offended. And I was like, well, I had to give it a fucking shot, you know? You tried. Yeah, I tried. You know, Damn, wasn't... I admire that. I mean, cause I, I have no fucking shame in that. Like I'll flirt with dudes. I don't give a fuck. Michael, suck your dick right now. Let's go. <laughs> you see, that's the most excited I've ever seen him about anything. I told you, he's a fucking fiend. The dimples came out. Yeah. He was ready. How many times you pulled your putt today? Six to eight, you're a fucking animal. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that's the uh, the segment on that. See, I, look at that. 195 text messages. Th- it's my mom. <laughs> it's 
my mom and feet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's another story. We gotta talk about. Are we gonna talk about that? Yeah, we can talk about. All right, that. Yeah. all right. So balloon guy, right? Yeah, yeah. You want to summarize? In summary, he. So you guys hooked up a few times, and then uh, you had a falling out, and he tried to rekindle. And what did you tell him? He re- he tried to respark our flame. Should I read it verbatim? Yeah, I think that would be good. Oh, fuck. Now I got to pull it out. <laughs> That's what she said. It was hot. What did I say that even fucking instigated this? I was like, oh, I told him I don't hate myself enough to ever have sex with you again. And then he was like, ah, see, you've came a long way, grasshopper. Like, what the fuck is that? That's actually a pretty G response. That is a G response. <laughs> I actually laughed, but I would never tell him that. Hopefully he doesn't listen to this. Oh, uh, he probably Actually, does. hopefully he does. Yeah. I said, think about it this way. You blow up a balloon. And yay, it's fun and happy party time. Then it pops and it's useless. You'll never be able to blow it up again. That's how I feel about guys I hook up with. It was exciting and fun at first, but I already got what I wanted from you. And now I'm bored. Time to find a new balloon. Ooh, cold as ice. And let me just like support myself a little bit here yeah. and say he deserved it yeah like i i am a i like to call it a sass hole because i'm sassy and kind of an asshole yeah the same way and dan knows this and yeah i like, don't i I'll don't like, i'll post a picture and i'm like yeah i'm kind of feeling you know pretty good today and she'll like text me back like shut up no one loves you yeah and i'll be like oh. you look like dirt yeah pretty much <laughs> you are scum at the bottom of my boot so do you have anything else to say to this guy or was that the it? It was basically it. Um, he said, okay, he tried to, like, make himself seem like the cool guy after I tried to make myself seem like the cool guy. He was like, oh, yes, a female that gets it. Literally my life. And then I was like, and yet here you are. But then under that, it says, you still coming over? And you said, on my way? No. That's, I'm kidding. <laughs> that is definitely not what that says. Oh, he sent you a black heart? Oh. I, I send black hearts all the time. I, I like to show people a reflection of my actual heart, and that's yeah. the best way I've found to do it. Oh. Yeah. You so, usually just send, like, a, a shrimp roll, you know? Okay. Let me defend my shrimp for a second here. <laughs> the reason that is beside my Snapchat username is because yeah. I have a really deep reason. Yeah, let's hear it. I like shrimp. Yeah. And that's it. <laughs> In an unrelated note, my boob almost fell out of my shirt. <laughs> Make sure you watch us on YouTube. <laughs> uh, EP, can you take a time hack and then uh, uh, send me the email clip and I'll be in my bunk? And I'm selling it for <laughs> the same price I sold my feet pics. Yes. Speaking of which, uh, so we're going to let Julia uh, rant about uh, Marines a little bit and then we're going to get to your feet pics and then we'll go fucking have a beer or something. The Marines? Yeah, yeah. Let's hear a little bit about it. Unleash thy fury. Well, I mean, I was almost a Marine, so yeah. that, well, that almost, heart. yeah, that almost happened. It almost. Yeah, and then I went to college. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> wow, this has just been shit on Dan episode. And, he, and then you became, like, overqualified? Uh, no, because then I dropped out and uh, became a police officer and decided to make $38,000 a year, so. A we are supposed to get a raise soon, though, so cool, maybe, from, like, like, 3%. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah, you can uh, you can treat yourself to a happy meal. Yeah, yeah I know, right? Yeah, and uh, afford to put air in your tires, mm-hmm. and yeah. we'll be good to go. All right, so back to Lindsay selling feet pics. Fuck me! <laughs> uh, Again, on her premium Snapchat. And my premium. Is, uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't have a premium Snapchat because I feel like we should clarify that because people are gonna start looking for it. And I'm gonna get oh no, she most certainly has one, and uh, a free. Uh, password code to get into that comes with every tank top purchase uh, from our website if you go to uh, popsmokemedia.com 
the links in my bio on Instagram, you can get, um, we got these really cool new patches. They're like a smoke grenade, it says pop smoke, we got tank tops, we got stickers, uh, Lindsay's nudes, just like mm. whatever you want is on there, basically. And they're half price right now because, you know, I'm getting a little weight, so. No, quite the opposite, yeah. actually. Yeah. Um, she's preparing for a show. I am. Yeah, and I think that's why. Because I, I fucking hate myself. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is my picture an ostrich? <laughs> <laughs> yes. You don't remember sending me this? I, how drunk was I? You weren't even... I, actually, you know what? You probably were drunk. You no, sent I, me a Snapchat, and it was the ostrich filter, and I was like, holy fuck. And I mean, I like, was, I can't even, like, really get drunk because I'll die, but, <laughs> like, that's what I just say if I don't remember something, because I don't want to be like, oh, it's because of the brain damage from I war. I say it's because of the cocktail of antidepressants yeah. mixed with a little bit of Stella, but... Yeah, which is really unfortunate, like, when you're dating, and they're like, oh, yeah, like, you said you were going to do this this weekend. I'm like, well, I can't dispute it, so I'm just going to have to go with it. No, I'm, I don't even have any, I think I'm just an idiot, because I literally, I left my lights in my fucking car on. Oh, my mouth is getting so dirty. I left them on (laughs) all night last night, and I was literally, this morning, actually, was talking on my phone, and I was, like, looking around my office, I was like, I wonder where my phone is. I've done that before. I'm, I think I'm fucking losing it. But feet picks, right? Anyway. Yeah. So this was a guy that you uh, had served with. Yeah. Or not? I served briefly with him. Briefly. I won't so that's say how where, you, just to like. That's how you knew him, and he saved in your phone as feet guy. <laughs> I forgot his name. <laughs> and I wanted to like distinguish him because like, well, we were just talking casually. I forgot why we started talking. I think he was like, oh hey, you remember me? Like. No, I think he. I think he responded to one of my thirst trap picks. <laughs> but, um. Again, premium Snapchat. My premium. Yeah, it was on my premium, this whole thing, by the way. So we're just talking casually. Can I ask you something weird? I'm like, I mean, shit, go for it. I mean, I'm sure I've heard everything in the book. He says something like, Do you have a foot fetish or how do you feel about feet? Yeah. Or something like that. I'm like, Well, you know, I walk and <laughs> I walk and that's about it. That's what they do, right? And so then he offered to buy them, like pictures of your feet. Yeah, which I I was like I thought he was kidding because like so I, for our listeners, uh, what, what what is the rate for that? Okay, I don't know. After the fact, I actually googled how much people actually charge because I was like I really feel like I lowballed this guy. Yeah, and you I, did your I research. Yeah, yeah. After the fact, though, after it had already been like okay, I'll Wait, so you, you did sell him feet pics. I, yes. <laughs> wait, 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 a little, <laughs> little louder, please. Yes. <laughs> And so, I sold him my feet pigs. And so how much did you charge him? Ten dollars. Ten dollars. For the first one. For the first one. For okay. the first one. And okay. then he got all excited and he started calling me owner. Owner. <laughs> I prefer daddy, but Yeah. Um he I like Poppy. Oh my god. Look at her. Yeah. What a freak. <laughs> Dan's getting really excited over here. Just know, the, blushing. It's let terrible. the record show that Dan has a major freedom boner right now. Yeah, it's just um Yeah. It's very, very impressive for everybody who can't see, just believe me. Yeah, it's super <laughs> <laughs> Um So the feet picks. Okay, so he, he gets really excited. I guess I have really great feet, which my mom always told me I had great feet and I should sell my pictures to random guys on Facebook. What? Yeah. Making your parents proud. I am. They love me sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) And um, he gets all excited and he asks for more. And I'm like, ooh, he wants more. What? How much more can I get from him? I'm like, yep, 20 bucks. I'll send you one more picture. And he did it. <laughs> and, I, and I sent the feet pics. And in like the five minutes that this conversation took place, I made 30 bucks. I was like, so 30 this, bucks for five minutes. So this is what it, you should know about that, right? <laughs> Come on. 
And your feet? No, thank you. I don't have that kind of money. Okay, first of all, <laughs> I'm not going to show my feet because if I did, I would have to set up like a GoFundMe or something yeah. for your viewers. Um, yeah, and he sends me, so I make 30 bucks in five minutes off of feet pics. Did he have any other like weird requests that were just like too far? <laughs> oh, no. So the conversation somehow spills. She is beat red right now. I am Go not. Go watch her videos on okay, YouTube. Okay, I have no. She has titties falling out. She's blushing like. All right, you scared me. <laughs> yeah, did he ask you anything else? Like, was he willing to, like, do, like, did he have any other weird requests? He wanted me to come over. Yeah. And when I came over, and let me, let me just, like, say for the record, the only, I was entertaining this conversation, yes, but I wasn't actually going to do it. Because, first of all, this, it would be creepy just to go, because you don't know what someone's going to do to you, you know? So yeah. I was like, I was just like, well, this would be good just to read out later. Like, let me just see what. <laughs> let me see how far I can take him. I mean, I get it. We all entertain things when we're bored. Yeah, and you can see he's asking me if my toes are painted, and he wanted to come on my feet. Oh man, how much was he offering for that? I said two hundred dollars. He didn't offer. I said two hundred. He's like, that's probably not gonna happen. So I was like, okay, take care. And then he was like, wow, you. Really? He got mad at me. I was like, okay. First of all, these feet are a business. Okay? <laughs> we don't this sell. This is an establishment. Yeah, these feet are an establishment now. You hyped up my feet. Yeah. So now my feet are like up here. So I'm gonna fucking charge you. <laughs> I got bills to pay. I gotta pay a lot for the show. Yeah. Like whatever. Not this. Yeah. So you got paid for this. Uh, what'd you do with the money? Oh, <laughs> I know what I bought. A pop smoke tank top. Actually, yes. <laughs> that, that is what I bought. Yeah, so um, to kind of segment into that, we're, I'm going to go ahead and hit the, the stop on the timer because now that we're getting to my favorite subject, suicide, um, you experience a lot of things in different professions. And there's a lot of different ways to cope with the stress and the anxiety and the nerves. And I think one of the things that people don't really see oftentimes, like in movies and um, on TV and such, is the come down. Uh, whenever you get into a, a situation, you know, that like turkey baser of adrenaline hits your arm and like you're in the fucking moment, you're, it's life or death and you get through it. And then afterwards, nobody fucking talks about what happens then. Nobody talks about how to handle it. And I don't know about you guys, but in situations that I uh, was, um, you know, fearing for my life, I was fearing for others. And then afterwards, and, you know, you kind of get back to a, a safe place where you have, um, you know, you're either in your, in your vehicle, you're back on base or, you know, behind friendly lines. You know, you have people that can, like, pick up the security for you so you don't have to, like, be vigilant. Mm. Like, I'm fucking shaking. I'm fucking crying. Fucking trying not to throw up. Like, it is fucking intense. Like, when you get hit with a shit ton of fucking adrenaline and then you start the downside, like, nobody fucking teaches you how to cope with that. Like, through physical training and... Uh, range time, you kind of learn how to control the nerves in the moment, but afterwards it fucking sucks. Yeah. So like, how do you guys in the situation, cause you both have been in you know some hairy situations. And so like, how have you dealt with those, uh, those nerves and things afterwards? Uh, Julia? I listened to Screamo. Screamo. <laughs> <laughs> that is the best response ever. Any yeah. bands in particular? Uh, Goat Horror is one of my favorites. Wait, goat whore? Yeah, oh, yeah. I'm looking this up. <laughs> that's my other Snapchat premium name, actually. Oh, that's yeah. pretty hot. I'm going to have to look it up. Oh, yeah. Do, Do you got any other tips um, for, for dealing with that? Um, Definitely, like, in all seriousness, like, talking to people. Like, finding that person, you know, to, like, vent to. And, you know, it's not anything. Did you find it? Yeah. <laughs> 
yeah. Yes, yeah, so thankfully li- that was the first band. thing that popped Thank up when God. I googled goat whore. She's like, ah, I got you, good fucker. But the record show his Google history also had goats being fucked by whores. I mean, I got to figure out how to get EP Mike out of jail. Sometimes, you know. That's fair. Yeah. Ugh. So talking to people and um, I mean, and, it's not. There's nothing wrong with you know. Don't don't hold all the all everything in. That's that's one thing I've learned, and I had to learn that the hard way. Because when I was a lot younger, I had a lot of I had a pretty ugly situation at home, um, but you know, definitely talking to people made that a lot easier for me. And mm-hmm. then working in this line of duty, just like I said, finding that one person and just you know venting to them what what your issue is. And a lot of like a lot of departments now they have a peer support, which is awesome in wow. my opinion. Yeah, because like cop suicide rates are really high too along with the military so when you first spoke out the first time this happened to you were you scared did, did people give you a hard time about it okay. like because i mean that because in the military when we speak up like hey th- this happened and this was kind of fucked me up in the head and then people call you like a pussy or you know you, you just can't talk about it in the military that's not like that it's not like that in the real okay Mm-mm. no we we would rather you go get help and be a, a good officer on the street because you're an asset not you know we want you there a hundred percent when you're on the street because i'm somebody else's backup and i got to get home and they got to get home yeah. you know so that, i guess that's just how i see it so yeah and um lindsay uh, so how how do you find yourself uh coping with that uh dump of adrenaline and and different chemicals i still remember the case that i had that I first experienced it and it was it was an intense one also because the case kind of hit home to the situation I was going through at the time and um basically what we what had happened was we it was a domestic violence situation yeah and um we had to separate two individuals and over the radio it was conveyed that there was possibly a weapon like the male had a weapon and he was about to use it on the female and that was just like it was almost like I was moving in slow motion yeah. kind of thing. And I felt like I kind of felt myself like going into the black, which is for some people who don't know a term when your brain basically shuts off when you're in a high intensity situation. And I started to feel that happen to me. And I just had to like snap. I had to snap out of it because if I got myself to that point, yeah, you know, who knows what could happen. Adrenaline starts pumping and eventually we decrease the situation. And then afterwards... I was still going and yeah. I was I was scared. I wasn't used to that. I wasn't prepared for that. That is not any kind of military training. And it was it, I didn't come down from it for literally hours because I was already a anxious person just by nature and yeah. it was just it was super hard for me. Um I remember I just kind of we had like a smoke area behind our precinct and I I like paced. I was I was literally pacing back and forth trying to like burn off all the extra energy because I oh, felt yeah. like I was losing my my mind. It was intense and it was terrifying. Yeah, I've I've been there. The first pursuit I got, well, I was sort of in. I was a right in uh, as a rookie as a rookie, I guess. And uh, you can say it was before I actually went through completely academy and as a patrol officer. And I just went based off of my training that I had previously. And, you know, I'm pointing my gun at this dude like, <laughs> oh, my God. Like, I didn't know what the hell that if I what if I crossed a line or because nobody, you know, they yeah. didn't really say anything to me. So 
uh, after I got done, I fucking I don't normally smoke, but I smoked two cigarettes back to back, and I <laughs> was God, just, just talking about this makes me want ready. a cigarette. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, I um, <clears throat> I I don't really talk about it a whole lot. Uh, you kind of spit on me there. Do I have to pay for that? Did I? Just a little bit. Like. I'm sorry. I just get really excited when you <laughs> no, just cool. like turn towards me, and I'm in. He smells <laughs> really good. Doesn't I said that when I walked in? Well, thank you. Um. I, I don't really talk about it a whole lot, but I, you know, I had a bit of a rough upbringing. I found myself um, uh, in a few different last names and living in a uh, battered children's shelter, uh, real fucked up situations. And uh, granted, I know people have had it worse than me, so I, I never feel sorry for myself. You know, it's always an important to remember when you're trying to you know, push through things. But, you know, when I was a child, like I was too weak to defend myself. You know, I, I couldn't stop anything from happening to me. And... Uh, now that I'm, I, you know, I've grown, I've become a quite large man. Like I think I weigh more than both you put together. And uh, I'm in Iraq, and we get a report that uh, this guy Fidel Muhammad Zatar, I'll never forget this cocksucker's name. He um, kidnapped the sheik's daughter, held her for ransom. The sheik paid the ransom, and then he cut her head off. He, anyways, like fuck you, and like I have your money, like, and so he killed her. And we got the we got the HVT report, and so they launched my squad out, and I was you know I was leading patrols. Uh, 21 at the time. It's really fucking crazy to look back at because I feel like at at like where I'm at now in life, like I still don't have my shit together. <laughs> like I'm still waiting to figure out what I want to be when I grow up. And then to think about like where I was at that point, it's just like who the fuck put me in charge? Uh, and so we go there. We uh, we infiltrate. It's nighttime uh, raid. We have an MVGs. We look fucking super cool guy. You know, we come fucking infiltrating in, uh, clearing corners, fucking communicating, like fucking separating. You know, the men and the women doing the fucking. Um, uh, the, I think it's the high bat system, the bats and hide system. That's what it was. And so we got the dude's fucking like iris confirmation that this was him. This was the motherfucker. And then like as we're fucking like taking him, like this dude's fucking wife, she is fucking crying and screaming bloody fucking murder. And she's like runs up to me and she like grabs me and she's begging me not to take this dude. And like in my head, I'm just like, like this motherfucker's a, a, a fucking terrorist. Like he is a fucking like he's not like the low level terrorist. Like the fucking dude that like you know shoots and runs away. Like he's the fucking leader of the cell. You know, like this is the guy. This is the guy that fucking had this poor girl fucking executed, and like she's begging for us not to take him away. And I'm like, how can you love a motherfucker like this? You know, but that's the way it is. Like all the people that have ever hurt us in our life, there's people who fucking love them. Mm-hmm. And so you know, we detain the dude, we take him back, and. um and afterwards, like, I remember I, I go back to a little birthing area, fucking pop my lid, take my fucking flak and Kevlar off, fucking, you know, throw it in the corner. It's like a fucking hundred pounds or something. And my weapon, you know, I kind of like gingerly set that down because I don't want to lose the fucking the zero in my uh, my optic. As mad as I am, I'm like throwing <laughs> shit. I'm like, oh, gentle. <laughs> and, uh, but I'm, I'm just fucking, I'm just fucking shaking because I'm like, this is the fucking cocksucker that's like, you know killed fucking marines and soldiers and sailors and you know everybody else who's in the area you know iraqi fucking policemen that i have trained with my own fucking two hands like they've died in ied strikes and stuff i was like this is the motherfucker like i should be fucking happy about this and all i could fucking think about was how big of a piece of shit this person was the fact that i could have wrapped my hands around his fucking throat and just ended him but i couldn't do that i had to take him in for his due process and then the fact his wife begged me not to take this dude and so i'm sitting there and i'm fucking just shaking and, like, I want to fucking throw up. I'm furious. Like, I hate the system. Like, this is 07. Like, we're supposed to be done with this fucking war. But now we just did a surge. And it's like, what the fuck do I do with all these emotions? And the way that I basically came down from that was I took that energy and I made a checklist of everything that I had to do for the next day. 
And I was like, all right, so I got to check these batteries. I got to make sure this is good. I got to inspect this. I got to file this report. I got to restock this. And even though like I was fucked up, like I set myself to purpose and started executing a task list. And I was able to distract myself from those emotions enough until, you know, the adrenaline stuff was able to take its course and just run itself out. And you can kind of translate to the fact that if uh, you're in that situation, like find something to do. Mm. Don't just sit there and fucking stew about it, whether it's um, going to talk to somebody or whether it's, you know, checking on a friend to see how they're doing with the situation or even just fucking actively Googling what the fuck do I do after a trauma, you know? Yeah. You are your biggest advocate. Nobody cares about you more than you should care about yourself. That's true. You're the one fucking living in your own skin. And at the end of the day, if you're thinking about taking your life, you're going to be the one who pulls the trigger or takes the pill or cuts the wrists. And you are the best defense in stopping that. So you need to fight for yourself as hard as you would fight for other people if they were in danger. Because if you had a partner, you know, who, you know, was hit in a, in a fucking in a traffic stop or, you know, if you had a partner that, you know, was tackled by a suspect or whatever, like you'd fight with everything you have. Right. But then when you, we're not in that situation, how unwilling are we to fight for ourselves? Yeah. How, you know, like you think about how desperately everybody would fight to save you if you were pinned down by, you know, by somebody, if you were in danger, if you were bleeding and and, you know, fucking and needing to be saved, how hard everybody else would fight for you then. But we're not willing to fight for ourselves. That's right. And we're so willing to take care of each other overseas or on the streets or on a call, whatever the case is. But then when we're back home, we don't take care of each other as much. Like when you have the uniform on, when you have the body armor on, when, you have the, when you're carrying the weapon, it's everything. You would sacrifice everything to bring somebody back home to their family. But then why does it change when you take the body armor off? Why does it change when you take the round out of the chamber and store the weapon? It shouldn't change. So if I could say anything... It would basically be just take care of each other. I agree. They say when you're in a situation on an airplane where, you know, you have to deploy the oxygen mask, the plane is going down, like, you put yours on first. And then you help someone else put on their oxygen mask. That is the same thing for what you need to be doing in life. Because I was that person just recently who was putting on other people's mask and not putting on my own. And I was suffocating and I was drowning and I was losing breath and... I was crumbling and then I had to save myself and then I was like hey I need to get better at how I'm taking care of myself and I need to be better about checking out about other people yeah. like it is so and self-care is so important and it yeah. is completely undervalued and non people it's so easy and I said this before the first time I was ever on this I think that you just got to get off the couch and you got to take care of yourself check on your people check on your parents like I can't even stress that enough yeah so and uh if you had to recommend anything to our listeners we have people who have been tried and trust tested we have people who are waiting to be tested and then we have people who are waiting to sign up so you kind of have a broad spectrum if you were to to put out any sort of positive energy into that for them what would you say definitely like you can't help others unless you help yourself first you have to be yeah. you know you have to be there for yourself in order to make others around you better because you know I go off of everybody else's vibes and you know and people go off of each other's vibes and that's how you know I guess I I came out of my bubble finally and because I was around y'all <laughs> you're welcome <laughs> thanks but no I mean it's just you gotta you gotta make you happy first mm -hmm. you know I and I didn't learn that until 
like shit a couple of months ago when I got out of my fucking toxic ass relationship. It really yeah. takes going through an experience to actually understand the experience. Like it's so easy to be like, oh, I don't understand why she didn't do this or I don't understand why he didn't do that. And then you actually go through it and, and you're like, holy fuck. Oh, this is why. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, that makes sense. And um, so we'd like to give a great shout out to our sponsors, uh, Combat Comeover. They are they do hair products, beard oil. Use our discount code Cream Pie to save ten percent. Um, oh, did you not know that? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> and also make sure to check out Strike Force Energy, uh, designed by a real life Navy SEAL. I've met the guy. I've shook his hand. He, he actually exists. Uh, probably twice as badass as the video game Navy Seals that you play. Uh, for those of you who played SOCOM, uh, Navy Seal Three, uh, use our discount code Smoke Pit to save some money. And yeah, so we'll we'll take the profits that we get from that. We reinvest it into the show. You're replacing light bulbs. You know, paying off uh, judge magistrates. Um, mm. And <laughs> I'm kidding. But yeah, so I, I would really like to thank our guests uh, today, uh, Lindsay and Julia. Thank you for your candor and thank you for your honesty. And I know those were some difficult topics to, um, to 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 go through, but you know, if one person is better for it, then I feel that we can all agree that it was worth it. And we've gotten amazing feedback from our listeners. Thank you so much for all the positive feedback. And uh, make sure you tune in to our YouTube channel because right after this, we're gonna go take a bathroom break, a break, and then we're gonna come back and we're gonna eat some fucking weird jelly beans. Ooh, yeah. yeah, apparently you like spin a thing and you get a color and you taste it and if it's one color like it might taste like either cotton candy or barf mm. or fucking it might be vanilla or spoiled milk. It's like Russian roulette but with candy. Yeah, but in your mouth. <laughs> AKA EP Mike's night at the fucking at the truck stop. He loves milk in his mouth. He really does. Glory hole. I think we should make that a promo code next time. Glory hole. Oh, yeah, so if you'd like to sponsor the smoke. <laughs> Um, yeah, please reach out to us. But again, thank you to our guests. And uh, if you'd like to uh, sign off with anything. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bye. Bye.